Hello ladies, if you are fed up, confused as hell, or just over all the drama around weight loss, you are in the right place. My name is Bonnie LaFrac and I am your host here at Unfuck Your Weight Loss, where I help you make weight loss easy, achievable, and even fun. Because what is more fun than becoming exactly who you want to be in the body you want to be in? Let's take the shame and bullshit out of dieting and weight loss and lose the weight for the last time. Ready? Let's go. Hey there, welcome back to Unfuck Your Weight Loss. I'm Bonnie LaFrac, and let me be the very first to wish you a happy Valentine's Day. Maybe, well, maybe I'm not the first. If you are listening in real time, it is Wednesday, February 14th. It is a day for love, and that is on the topic for today. What's love got to do with it? Got to do with it. Go Tina Turner. All right, before we jump into that, I have two things. One, I have a really big problem, and I know someone who is listening can help me now. You will have to go to Facebook, where I check my messages all the time, Bonnie.Lafrac. I thought it was a really good idea. I don't know why. Uh, Maybe it was nostalgia. I bought myself some Levi jeans, Levi's, the Levi jeans and the Levi's that are 100% cotton, and um, they fit like cotton jeans like oh my god I feel like my weight like I will lose consciousness they're so I don't know tight are they supposed to feel this tight how do you stretch out 100% cotton jeans and by the way I did all like try to soften them up thinking that would be better um so yeah anyway that's my (laughs) that's a glimpse into my life anyway I think the answer might be, Bonnie, stick with the jeans that have stretch. You will have to give these away or burn them, but you will let me know. And while I'm on the topic of Valentine's Day and what you need to know, I'm super excited. The Real Weight Loss Challenge is back, and we are starting Monday, February 26th, and we will be together for a whole two weeks. The private Facebook group will stay open till the end of March, so you will have plenty of time to listen to all of the live trainings. I realize a lot of my favorite podcast family, a lot of you are in Australia, New Zealand, South Africa. That is cool, by the way. You are in other countries, and so our regular schedule might not align. So no matter who you are, where you are, if you work overnights and you're sleeping during the day, you'll be able to get all of the live training. Plus, we have a great workbook, and we're going to go through everything, everything, like literally pulling back the curtain on everything I teach my clients in self-made about how to lose weight sustainably without a lot of restrictions, without you know, locking yourself in the house for the rest of your life so that you can actually eat the foods you love. And we're going to talk about eating the foods you love today a little bit, sort of, kind of. Check out the show notes. Something to take note of. There is a promo code if you're acting fast. If it's after February 20th, I'm sorry. You'll have to pay full price. But no matter what you pay, either the discounted price or the full price, whatever you pay for the Real Weight Loss Challenge, if you decide to work with me in self-made, you can apply the full payment to self-made. So you'd be getting the Real Weight Loss Challenge for free either way. The promo code to save $50 by February 20th is FEB, F-E-B as in boy, 5-0. FEB 5-0. All right. So my friends, what does love got to do with it? Got to do with it. I actually went to 
my iTunes library to listen to Tina Turner's song. I mean, I've been listening to that song for 20 plus years, however long it's been out. I think we all have an idea that what's love got to do with it? Nothing. <laughs> love, love has nothing to do with it. And it really is more about the attraction someone would have to someone. Right. And I think, you know, justifying if I wanted to move forward with a physical relationship, I don't need to be in love. And then part of the lyrics are this idea, right, that love is a secondhand emotion. I don't know if you've ever looked up or gone down the Google rabbit hole on what does what does that mean? I've been listening to the song for so long. Right. It's from the 80s. It's more than 20 years old. Uh, what is a secondhand emotion? And I think the conclusion I have come to is that we actually choose to love or to decide to love something or not. It's not intrinsic necessarily in who we are. It's not a primary emotion. Okay. We don't actually have to ever experience love in order to stay alive. So interesting. So I, um, I have a couple things for you here. So first of all, Love has nothing to do with it. (laughs) Love has nothing to do with your weight loss. It actually does have a lot to do. It's really about self-love versus your love of food. So let me ask you, what is your relationship with food? Do Do you consider yourself to be a person who loves food, right? Would you answer, I love food or I love eating? Do you have a love hate relationship with food? Do you hate thinking about food all the time. And a lot, and if you do, right, a lot of times we get to this place, especially trying to lose weight, being on a million different diets. It's this nonstop soundtrack of, can I eat this? Should I eat this? Is it time to eat? Am I hungry? Am I not hungry? How much can I have? How many calories is that? Did I go over in my carbs? Oh, well, you know, screw it. I'll start again tomorrow. Okay. What's the next, you know, like on and on and on about food, about eating, how much I can eat. I overate like it's nonstop. And that gets in our way quite a bit. I'm going to tell you a little bit about a client interaction I had, and you've met this client before in my podcast from the other day. I think I mentioned a client and I used a pseudonym, Amy, And she didn't know exactly who she was. And this was a real turning point. I think it it really made her realize that as, as much as she was worried about embarking on weight loss, because I think that's very normal, she did want weight loss more than she wanted the food that she loved. And I'll give this example. We just started talking about what had been in the way of her weight loss. Like if you are looking to lose weight and you've tried to lose weight, can we identify what is not working or what are you noticing that you're struggling with? And she described something I think that is super common for all of us. No matter what time of day this is happening for you, we usually have a fairly routine schedule. So most of my clients, it's when they come home, right? So whether that's in the middle of the day, whether that's, you know, at night right before making dinner and we start eating as we're making dinner, or you're just eating from dinner onward, constantly opening the cabinets, having another snack, sitting on the couch and eating more. We usually find that it's pretty much the same thing. And she was describing that, you know, every single day she likes to sit in front of the TV and eat her cinnamon toast. 
she likes to do that. Like that's enjoyable to her. And I, I agree. It is enjoyable to sit in front of the TV, but I did ask her, I said, okay, well, which do you love more? Do you love eating cinnamon toast in front of the TV more than you love fitting into your shorts? Because that was something that she brought up that she wanted. Her goal was to fit into her shorts. So which do you love more? And put in that context, she wanted to fit into her shorts. And so I think it's very, I think it's totally normal to love food and whatever, and I'm never judging whatever food it is that you love. You, if you listen to this podcast, I talk repeatedly about peanut M&Ms at, you know, and there's other, there's other junk foods I probably love, but it is a very, it's an emotional tie for a lot of us. And it's totally normal as human beings that we have that love affair with food. We have emotional ties to food and it starts very early. It starts when you're, you know, in utero, essentially, you're being fed, nourished by your mother, by somebody who is carrying you in their womb. And then you are born and you are given, you know, you're either breastfed or bottle fed. Again, you're being fed and then you graduate to other foods, different tastes and textures, and it's celebrated. You eating food is part of milestones and you gaining weight is part of the process. You know, that's what they look for, uh, for babies to hit those, you know, certain benchmarks that you have to get bigger and everybody loves a chubby baby, right? Everybody wants to feed the baby and feed the little kid. And then we get into, you know, bringing the cupcakes to the birthday party. And then we get into, you know, noticing how our lives revolve around food, the birthday parties we remember, the the Christmas, the Thanksgiving, the vacations, uh, getting special foods for celebrations, celebrating all of our successes with food, our parents rewarding us with food. You know, finish your dinner and you'll get dessert. Don't finish your dinner and you won't get dessert. You know, keep acting up and you'll go to bed without any food. So there is a lot tied up into this love affair we have with food. I mean, even look at Valentine's Day. You might have, you might, you might, it might go either way. You might have a real sort of uh, affection for chocolates and, you know, cakes and cookies and little candies and flowers and, you know, everything that goes with it. Or you might be, you know, like completely turned off. <laughs> or you might think if you don't love all that stuff that there's something wrong with you and there's not. So it is totally normal. And our brains, our little supercomputers, have been keeping track of all of the ways that we are, you know, tied into food, the emotions that we connect with food. And, you know, when I go back to, you know, what's love got to do with it, right, it really is a, more about the memory that we have, the emotional tie that we feel. It's more about our loving a time of year, our loving that person who made the cookies. And all of this, by the way, are choices that we make over and over when we choose to eat the chocolate or eat the cookies or go out to dinner to celebrate. We're just making choices. Love is always a choice. And if you're a married woman, you know this. (laughs) You know that staying married is a choice. You're always having to choose it over and over again, right? That 
romantic love, that lust, the Tina Turner, you know, physical attraction part is probably gone. I don't want to speak for all women and say, you know, you're, you're not interested in your husband in that way, but our friendships, our friend circle, how we decide to, you know, who we decide to hang out with, it's all always about our choices. Love, it's, it's very interesting how loving food feels like a fact and that it is something we cannot overcome because it is. It is just part of our uh, story. It is, and so I'm not saying it's false, but it is a way that we have created meaning and memory in our own lives. It's really quite fascinating. But here's the good news. Even though our brain is super primitive and it's super quick to put all of this together and to pull in the sights, the sounds, the smells, the time of year, all of the delicious flavors. And whether that's, you know, eating Mexican food on your, you know, Mexican vacation or that's having, you know, exotic drinks and another, you know, it's all it doesn't matter if it is Valentine's Day or it is your birthday or it's every single day at 3 p.m. when you walk in the door and you get to sit down on the couch and eat, scroll your phone, right? It's just your brain has automated so much to make your life easier. And we then create all of the narratives about how much we love it. And of course, who wouldn't? Brains are driven towards reward. But here's the good news. If you're here because you want help to lose weight, you're in the right place. I swear you are. You have a part of your brain called the prefrontal cortex, it really is just that more, um, the thinking part of our brain that can plan, that can think more logically, that is the teacher or the parent or the mentor or the coach, the person who asks the questions, who can really dig in a little bit and not just take things at face value and be automated, not do everything automated. And so when we look at our relationship with food, and we look at loving food, yes, you can include the foods that you love, but you also have to be able to have a boundary with it. You have to be able to eat when you're hungry and then stop when you've had enough. You have to be able to choose yourself over food. You have to be able to choose the goals you have you have to be able to make decisions that your future self will thank you for. You know, it's interesting. My kids really like their teacher, and which is great. They've had, I mean, kindergarten through fourth grade has been wonderful with the teachers that they've had. And this teacher was, I don't want to say convincing, but kind of, you know, telling them, hey, if you get a head start on your homework, the things that we normally do on Friday, you'll really, you know, you'll be thankful. And how she did this was, the way she stated it was, something to the effect of make your Friday self happy now or something like that. Do this for your Friday self. And they did. My kids were like, I'm doing this for my Friday self, right? So when I wake up on Friday, my work is already done. And that is the same thing we do, right? Where we make choices and we're very deliberate. We're making the choice for loving the thing that we want more. And that is probably to fit into our clothes, to feel comfortable, confident, 
to have the good health, to feel more fit, to have more muscle, to have less fat, whatever is those goals that you want, you can achieve those. You can still have the foods that you like. This isn't about never having foods you love, making those really hard choices to take everything away all at once and never have them again. But it is about making a plan, doing the plan that will serve your future self and the boundaries. Just like we have boundaries for our spouses, for our parents, for our kids, neighbors, teachers, strangers, we have boundaries where it's like, okay, yeah, I'm cool with this, but not that, right? This is my standard. And when that does, you know, when somebody steps over the line, okay, well then now I know that's not going to work for me. Boundaries are to serve us. It's not about keeping things away or rules for other people or restrictions or 9,000 arbitrary food rules. You could try that, right? That's probably most diets feel like arbitrary food rules. A boundary is just like, hey, you know, I said I was going to have two drinks tonight. And when I'm offered that third drink, I'm going to say no thank you. If someone were to push and be like, come on, come on, come on, you want a drink, then I will have to leave the party or leave the room or just say, hey, I was really clear that I'm not drinking anymore, right? That's a boundary is just knowing what standard you have set for yourself and especially around food. Because here's the deal. If we don't get sort of ahead of this, right, we'll always feel like I just love food too much, right? That's my problem is that I love food food too much. And it makes sense. It seems right. It seems like, okay, yeah, food is delicious and we need to eat food and I'll only be able to use the willpower, only be able to use discipline. I'll only be able to use a diet. It brings us right back to that all or nothing mentality. I either love the food or I will have to not have it. And there is that someplace in the middle, and it really is just about figuring out your true physical hunger, right? What is the true physical hunger? Love has nothing to do with it, right? But it has everything to do with weight loss because ultimately it is about loving yourself more than you love the cinnamon toast in front of the TV. All right, my friends. I think I covered what I wanted to cover. I have a lot of... On my list, you know, things about negative self-talk, silencing the critic, and I think all of that kind of factors in, especially when we think about Valentine's Day and loving ourselves and self-love. So for today, for the week, for the month, for the rest of the year, always pick yourself. All right. I hope you had a wonderful uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday so far. If you have not already checked out those show links, go to it. And I'm waiting for you to answer my very important question about cotton jeans. Have a great one. Thank you so much for tuning in to Unfuck Your Weight Loss. The next step, of course, is to take action on something we discussed because implementation beats information all day long. If you enjoyed this podcast, Thank you for being here and please leave a review wherever you tune in for all of your podcasts. Please be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Looking forward to dropping all the F-bombs with you next week. Have a good one.